open our Bibles, my time's running already, to the book of Matthew. It's one of the scriptures up here on the banner. Um, just going to read some of the stuff that's already been read. Um, <clears throat> the talks have been great so far. We've still got a long way to go. Uh, and uh, I think it's always important that uh, we make notes of what's being said and we go home or we go to our room and we study what we've been hearing. Uh, I think a lot of us come to camp uh, maybe with questions or situations in our life and it's important for us to realize that God is answering your prayer this camp. And uh, we've been here for a few days now, and if you still think, well, I haven't got my answer, it's not necessarily God that's not giving the answer, it's maybe you not listening. Uh, your answers are being given, whether it's in the choruses and the words of the choruses and the testimonies, uh, the word that's been opened, the opportunity is there, but are you really listening? And uh, so it's really important. And uh, we're just going to go through some scriptures. Some of us know these scriptures well. Some have been in the Lord just a, a few weeks uh, before camp. Some people came to the Lord and they're here at this camp. Uh, so uh, it's good for them also to hear the scriptures that we already know. And uh, Matthew chapter 13. Yeah, it's up there. Matthew chapter 13. I want to start reading from verse 24. And it's another parable about, we've, we've read the one about the sower and the seed and the, the different places, the four categories and, and uh, also the, the fruit that is born. And that was mentioned already at the beginning of camp. But I want to read from verse 24, another parable. This is Jesus speaking. Put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. And uh, just pausing here for a minute, the good seed is the gospel. And the gospel in its entirely, entirely, entirely. That's the word. How's it go again? entirety something like that and the whole gospel and the whole gospel is not just you know mark 16 uh, repent be baptized be born again and uh, signs miracles and wonders but it's also the fruit of the spirit uh, and the fruit of the spirit is the result of walking in the spirit and walking in the spirit is an action it is something you do there's something you trust in the lord and you move forward and it bears fruit. You do nothing, you got no fruit. That's already been made obvious at the, in the talks before. So you have to do something to get something. And uh, we're at a camp, and it's like a big smorgasbord. If you want to uh, have spiritual food, you've got to be involved. You've got to be talking to people. If there's a problem, no matter what it may be, talk to your brothers and sisters. But don't just talk about your problem. Talk to the ones that have overcome and talk about them or to them with about the solution to the problem. It's no good just sitting around talking about you got a problem, I got a problem, you got a problem, I got a problem, going backwards and forwards and getting all miserable. Talk to people that have overcome whatever it may be. Uh, the path that you are going or that you are on has already been walked by either a brother or sister or by Jesus himself. So the answers are here. Make sure... You uh, help yourself. Seed, of the, what we're talking about here, the good seed, miracles, wonders, signs, uh, and of course the fruit of the Spirit, uh, a new life, uh, the testimonies that we've heard this morning. Uh, our brother Frank 
how his life changed completely. No matter how hard he tried in his own strength, God's power had to come and change it and help him to become a different person. And he also noticed in his testimony, he said, but I had to pray. And when I felt down, I had to pray. And I had to go out and I had to make things happen. It's a self-help program. Walking in the Lord is a self-help program. You do it yourself uh, with the power of the Lord. Verse 25, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the uh, wheat and went his way. But when uh, the uh, blade was uh, sprung up and brought forth the fruit, and uh, then appeared the tares also. The servants of the household came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence uh, then hath it tares? And he said unto them, And the enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we uh, go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, uh, unless while you gather up the tares, uh, you root uh, up also the wheat uh, with them. Uh, let uh, both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of uh, the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather you together first the tares, and bind them in bundles, and burn them, but gather the wheat uh, 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 into my barn. And uh, we don't have to explain everything there, but it's quite obvious, of course, that uh, Jesus is talking about the last days, or when the Lord returns, and how things will be sorted out then. But what it does say to us here and now, that there will be things growing up. Tares are what's called, when you look it up in the original uh, uh, Greek, it's, um, uh, uh, it means uh, a fake wheat. Fake wheat. It looks similar, but it's just different, and it doesn't have the fruit. And sometimes things uh, can look really good on the outside, but when you dig a little deeper, you realize it's a little bit fake. Fake news yeah. mentioned already. But uh, it's, um, it's something that's happening. And there might be some fake wheat here today. Yes. Whoa. And the question could be, well, didn't you plant good seed? Well, there's good seed coming from the platform. There's good seed in the testimonies. There's good seed uh, in, uh, in, in, in the spiritual gifts. There's good seed in the choruses we sing. There's good seed amongst us. And uh, what we say, every time we talk to a brother or sister, we're planting a seed. We're planting something special. Make sure it's good seed instead of bad seed. And that's a, a decision unto, uh, for us to make whether we are planting good seed or bad seed. We are warned. And also, it's up to us. Are we going to accept this seed and let it grow? Or are we going to just say, well, hang on, that looks bad. We'll just... Uh, Leave that to one side. It's a decision we make. Who do we, who do we listen to and uh, what sort of seed do we let come in? And uh, it's interesting that the enemy, he planted it and went. He, he planted a bit of seed and he went away. That's a sign of someone planting bad seed. Someone just sort of drops a few things in there that are not very nice and then disappears. Disappears. There's been a lot of talk about love especially in the fellowships uh, in Holland, about loving one another and looking out for each other. And that's and it's very good, by the way. It is good to love one another and to forgive one another and look out for one another and help each other and teach each other. When you're serving your brother or sister, you're serving the Lord. Something to remember. Uh, and uh, planting seeds. 
uh, of good things. Now also, uh, I just wrote down, uh, I wanted to quote Mark chapter 16. We all know Mark 16. Most of us probably read Mark 16 before we came to the Lord because someone told us about it. Uh, But Mark 16 is talking about going into all the world and preaching the gospel. That is a seed. As a seed, we're planting seeds. We're going into the world. We're planting seeds, signs, miracles, and wonders. And uh, in verse 20, it says that, uh, and, and the Lord confirmed the word through signs, miracles, and wonders. But if there's nothing happening, there's nothing for the Lord to confirm. If you're sitting back doing nothing with what you've got, well, how can the Lord confirm anything? So you have to do something, you have to be proactive. Always proactive. And uh, maybe uh, uh, sometimes, uh, well, today we talk, our brother talked about fear, that we can freeze. And the best thing to do is keep on moving. Keep moving forward and you'll overcome. And then you get your answers. Uh, I want to just mention something about slightly different. I want to go to uh, 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Minister one to another. Sometimes someone will come to me with a bit of a gripe and say, uh, I don't know if that translates to gripe, a bit of a complaint maybe, and I'll say, well, you know, you see something, why don't you talk to them? And, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to them. Well, hang on, talk with them. Don't talk down to someone. And uh, I, I read something a while ago, and it was a really good one, a little saying. It said, never look down at someone unless you're helping them up. Never look down at someone unless you're trying to help them up. And, uh, you know, how we talk to one another is also important, and how we bring, uh, well, the message that we're trying to uh, bring good stewards, and uh, we're, we're sharing our testimony, our experiences, and how we overcame things. And in verse 11, if any man speak, let him speak the oracles of God. If uh, any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. You know, this is a, I love this scripture. Uh, uh, <clears throat> that uh, and God, uh, sorry, God in all things may be glorified. Is God glorified in everything we say when we're talking to people about no matter what it is? And we say, you know, I can really thank the Lord for that. The Lord helped me with, I don't know, a house or or something. And you say, well, I'm so happy the Lord did that for me. But, you know, you always remember to involve the Lord in everything that you say. The oracles, the words of the Lord, you can sort of always bring the scriptures or or something that you've overcome, bring it into the conversation. You never know. You're you're planting a seed in a brother or sister's heart that will help them to overcome uh, whatever it may be that they're trying to overcome. And uh, always involve God in the conversation. All right, one more scripture. Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12. Pastor Pete set the standard yesterday by having 50 seconds over. So I've got to try and do the same thing. All right, Mark chapter 12. 
This is something I mentioned already before in Rotterdam a few months ago. And uh, <clears throat> I discovered it because in the Dutch Bible, it's, uh, it's a little bit different than in the English. And uh, when I read it in the Dutch, I thought, why is that different in English? And I decided to do some homework. It's good to do your homework. All right? And uh, you, sometimes you can discover things. And I'll explain what's written here. In verse, so Mark 12, verse 28. Up there, yes, 28. And one of the uh, scribes came uh, and having heard uh, them reasoning together and perceiving that he had uh, answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? So I just want to make a point. The scribe is someone who'd learned all about the Old Testament laws and, uh, and, uh, and he was you know, a learned man. He knew everything about, well, everything what's written. And uh, I think uh, when I went to school, and that was a long time ago, I went to school, uh, when you ever had a test, who, you know, who remembers the tests at school? Who hated tests? Yeah. Who ever had that, when you had a piece of paper with all these questions and you thought, oh, I didn't learn for this. <laughs> I had that quite regularly. Anyway, and you sort of think, well, they never taught me that. Why, what's this test all about? Anyway, uh, and you can imagine this guy, this scribe, would have had all his tests and he went through the schooling system and everything and he got his tests right and he was, you know, well, yep, you did well, good on you. And it was all knowledge, knowledge. And I just want to remember just this thing about knowledge. So you see this scribe and he, he, he heard Jesus answering and thought, well, that's a good answer. And he asked him, what is the first commandment? And in verse 29, Jesus answered him, first of all, uh, uh, the commandments uh, is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy uh, strength. Uh, uh, this is the first commandment. And the second, uh, second is like, and not, uh, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none uh, other commandments uh, greater uh, than these. And uh, verse 32, And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast uh, said the truth, uh, for there is uh, one God, and there is none other but he. And, uh, to him, sorry, and to love him uh, with all thy heart, and with all thy understanding, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and to love his neighbor as himself, uh, is uh, more than all uh, burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus uh, saw that he had answered uh, discreetly, uh, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God, and no man uh, after that darest to uh, ask him any question. Now, <clears throat> the one thing I really wanted to focus on here was in verse 30, he says, uh, I'll just read that bit again, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And Jesus says here, you've got to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind. And that word mind in Dutch is verstand. Thank you, Franz. Good on you. Okay, uh, verstand. And uh, if you read in verse 33, it says, uh, he answers, the scribe answers, and said, uh, 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 to love him with all thy heart, with all thy understanding. And when you look up the word understanding, it means everything that you can understand. Literally, uh, I wrote down uh, the original word, 
understanding or knowledge, knowledge of mind, so far for, uh, forth as it understands. So as far as you can see, that's what you can understand, and the rest, well, that's you know not important. But what Jesus used, or the word that Jesus used, uh, was mind, a way of thinking, feeling, understanding, or imagination. It means basically everything. Everything you can imagine, everything you can understand, and what you can't understand, everything. Love the Lord no matter what. And sometimes we can go through things in our life uh, or things can happen around about us that can sort of confuse us and bring us in a little bit of, well, what's going on? And you don't understand sometimes. Uh, a number of years ago, there was a, 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 a visiting, uh, was actually a sister now, praise the Lord. Uh, she came and visited our fellowship. She wasn't born again yet. And she was at a, in a Pentecostal church and she had some questions uh, to us. And I said, you know, you're asking a question and you want an answer, but there's no answer in the Bible to that question. I don't remember the question anymore. But I had to say, look, we just don't know some things. So it's not really that important. And I said, oh, you're probably a bit upset that you don't get the answer. And she said, no, I, I'm not upset with that. I don't get the answer. I'm glad that someone dares to say, I don't know. Because I've heard so many outrageous answers that don't make any sense. And then I look in the Bible and I can't see it. And I said, well, there you go. Be happy with I don't know. And sometimes we just have to say, look, I don't really know this. And I don't quite understand but at the end of the day, you just always love and trust in the Lord all the time. No matter what, what else have you got except for trust and loving the Lord and relying on the Lord? One of my favorite scriptures, uh, you don't have to go to it, it's in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith, faith in the Lord. Now this guy, the scribe I was just talking about, he had all this knowledge, but knowledge is not faith. Knowledge is not faith. That's why people, when sometimes they come to the Lord, they come out of the baptism tank and they get healed. Some of us maybe have experienced that. We get them out of the baptism tank and we're healed of all sorts of things. And then years later, we're having trouble with something that is not even as big as what the one that was healed in the baptism tank. And we've got all this knowledge. Remember this uh, pastor uh, many years ago who'd come from New Zealand and he had given his testimony or talk in, in Elizabeth and uh, his son was sick and was dying and he said, uh, with all my knowledge of the great pyramids and, and the Bible numerics and, 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 and the whole British Israel and the promises of God to Abraham and, and everything about it, he said, it wasn't going to heal my son. It's just pure faith and trusting in the Lord. That's what's going to make things happen. These are the signs, miracles, and wonders. The love, the joy, the peace through the Holy Spirit. This is the fruit of that seed that was planted in us all them years ago. Or maybe last week, or two, a couple of weeks ago. Let's go to Psalm 126. Sorry, Pastor Pete. I couldn't do it. It's a good thing you'll forgive me. Psalm 126. Who can hear that that evil snicker? <laughs> yes. Oh, well. It's a good thing we got a prayer at one o'clock. All right. 
Psalm 126. Just a couple of verses, just to uh, finish up on. Uh, oh, that's the wrong verse. Here we go. Here we, here we are. Uh, Psalm 126, verse 5. Uh, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. And uh, I really love this verse because sometimes we can be sad and we can be teary-eyed and we can be feeling down, but if we just keep on sowing, keep on sowing them seeds, we will reap joy. Joy for ourselves. we will see joy in others, and it will always be a happy thing. Sometimes when we're down, whether we're sick or whatever it may be, and uh, just go and do the work of the Lord. Speak the oracles of God and you will rejoice. You will be planting seeds. When you give, you receive back as well. And verse 6, He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seeds, seed shall uh, 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 doubtless come again with uh, rejoicing, bringing his uh, sheaves with him. So, you know, even if we're down, do the work of the Lord and you will become happy. Don't be frozen in fear, but keep moving forward. That's where the answer is. And I better leave it there. And all the people said, Amen.